Joe and I met on a cold afternoon in early February. We traversed halfway around a lake, nestled in the city center, passing joggers, dog walkers, and families with children. For some reason, the day felt especially cold to me. But then I suppose, as I listened to Joe's story, a chill set in. In the background, you might hear traffic, ducks, geese, children, and the bustle of life around the lake. Ooh, fur. It's beautiful, though. <laughs> it has some beautiful trees here. Yeah. Really been nice. a while since I've been here, so. <laughs> well, I'm going to keep my hands in my pockets because I still think it's a little cold for me. So, Joe, the first question that I ask everybody, or I try to ask everybody, is um, can you recall, or what is the earliest memory that you have of your life? <laughs> oh, God. Um. <laughs> so... If you're thinking yeah. back, it doesn't, I mean, it, it doesn't have to be anything particularly special. It's just, you know, when you think back um, in your life and you have this memory that sticks out for you as a child, you probably were pretty young. What is that earliest memory? Um, I don't remember all that. What's the earliest thing you can remember? I used to go deep runs and stuff with my grandparents. <laughs> used to go to the beach cleanups and stuff. How old would you be? Oh, you were really young. I think it was. I don't remember when we started. I know. I don't remember how far that goes. <laughs> Maybe you would do beach cleanups and what are jeep runs what's that well you get together with it's called the trail breakers and you get together and you do jeep runs go we used to do four wheeling and mud daubings and we go to the beach every year help clean up the beach and and stuff but since kind of everything's faded away so because your grandparents have passed yeah and my uncle's the last one him and jimmy but but that's we don't, I don't go to them anymore, that much anymore. I was going to go, but yeah, things had, came up. <laughs> so when you were a young person, what did, what did you want your life to be like? <laughs> Stressful, stress-free. Stress-free. <laughs> Stressful. Oh, I live that right now. <laughs> you wanted to be stress-free. Yeah. Was your childhood stressful? Oh, some of it. In what way? Well, coming out being gay, that's that was kind of not a... <laughs> I found out they already knew all about it. <laughs> Who knew all about what? Well, me being what I am, being gay and being a transgender. Transgender. Well, and I'm, I'm, you can tell me whatever you want, and if I ask too personal of a question, you don't have to answer it. And I just want to be real clear about that. But when you were small, like when you were a little little child, did you know that you were, or did you feel differently? Yeah. Okay. I was more of a girl than a boy. <laughs> so, do you identify as a female person? Yeah. <laughs> but then you. And you'll have to help me, forgive me, because I, 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 my, my daughter always gets on to me about keeping all these things straight, but you are a transgendered person, but you're also gay, or? No, I'm a... You, you, you explain it to me. <laughs> oh, God, how to explain this. Um... It's okay. <laughs> you just tell me what you, you, you well, really understand it. I'm going through a transgender, a male to a female. Okay. Oh, the only last part I have to do is the... This big surgery, and that's it. But that's the only thing I have left. Because I've already gone through the treatments and stuff for the other stuff. Um, uh, so. So you, um, when you were little, a young person, <laughs> you, you felt as if you should have been a girl. Yeah. Well, that didn't come out that way when I announced it out to everybody. 
My grandmother kind of flipped. Your grandma flipped. <laughs> yeah, everybody did, really. <laughs> so when you came out, did you come out as I'm I'm a gay person or I'm a person that needs to be a female? Yeah. Then I. <sighs> well, it just came out one day. I was everybody's nagging about how I dressed and stuff, and I said I want to be a girl. I want to be a lady. I don't want to be a guy anymore. And it just didn't go very well. <laughs> what year was that? Do you remember? Um, that was my teenage years. Oh, so that was in the 80s? That'd be 80s, part of the 90s. Yeah, because it would be in the 80s. <laughs> and they tried to change me. It kind of didn't work. <laughs> How did they try to change you? That I... Have my hair cut short and wear shirts in my pants and just be like a guy, all guy things. And yeah. how did that make you feel? Very uncomfortable. <laughs> oh. oh, I was gardening when I came out. I said I was gay. Oh, she didn't like that too well. <laughs> Who didn't like that? Mom. <laughs> did you tell her? Or did somebody yeah, flat ass told her. <laughs> Her. And was anybody else around for this? No, we were having a yelling, yelling match. So I just end up. It got to do about my school, about me trying to keep my grades up. Um, and then we got into it, and I just flat ass told her. And her. you told her you were gay, or you told her you wanted to to live life well, as a woman. Well, first it was gay. Then later on, when I got on my own, then I wanted to, I realized I wanted more. <laughs> I wanted to be a woman. And then, and stuff, and, <laughs> and nobody really realized, anyways, I am a guy. They think that everybody thinks I'm a woman. Because <laughs> I look like mom. Mom and. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> At that point, you were a teenager. Yeah, good old teenagers. <laughs> how did you? I guess I'm trying to ask. How did you proceed with your life once you came out? Oh God, it didn't go very well. Oh, oh with your family or? Oh, it, um, I didn't have any friends back then, and. When I came out, I didn't talk to anybody. I was not allowed to. You weren't allowed to tell anybody you were gay? <laughs> yeah, I was not allowed to. Oh, you're living at home with mom. You're not allowed to do much of anything. You're not so, allowed to have any friends or anything. But But you weren't allowed to tell people you were gay. She told you. Oh, well, they already knew, but that is just. She didn't want you talking about it. Yeah. Right in front of everybody. So I just did don't say nothing. Did, I'm sorry, did your grandparents know you were gay? Um, I think Grandpa knew. But he, he, he was more he was more accepting than Grandma was. <laughs> and what about uh, your siblings? Well, my aunts and... My two aunts knew. But my one uncle, I don't know. The other one... <laughs> yeah. yeah. We had a big fight over that one. <laughs> you you and your mom or you and your uncle? Me and my uncle. What did you fight about? Um, he always yells at me, "What you are you a girl or you're a guy? What role are you playing? And we just got into a fight. We oh. get arguments. And your siblings? Ben, my brother, I don't, I don't have any problems with my brothers. My sisters, I don't either, but nobody, t the only one who's really accepting is my, one of my brothers in Woodland. And uh, I know you said you don't call him your half-brother, but he's your half-brother. He, see, he's, he's our half-brother, but I only call him my brother, or I just don't care for the half-stuff, uh, because it doesn't really make, we might have the same father, but different mother, but we're still family. Told his wife that... I thanked her for 
if it wasn't for her, I would never would have seen my brother, her, and her and her adopted father. Talk to him again. So when you were a teenager and you were trying to figure out who you were, and obviously that was pretty complicated because oh, yeah. you, 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 so you thought you were gay, but then you realized you were a transgender person. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And then how did you move forward with like your life, like friends and relationships? What, what did that look like? Oh, relationship. I had a boyfriend and he was acceptable. He he set me from no matter what it was. Did your mom know about it? Yeah, she knew about him. Yeah, they got along. He got along with the whole family. And stuff. And now he's gone. You're not in a relationship with him anymore? Oh, he passed away. Oh. So it's been 15 years without him. Have you had any other relationships? No. Because you're you're not happy. I mean, because you haven't finished your transition, or just because you haven't found anybody? Oh, I just I wasn't really looking. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's kind of hard to have a relationship. You're living at home with your mother. Yeah, I think that might be a little bit of a constraint. Er, <laughs> I have one friend. I've been wanting to talk to you for years, and I finally caught up with him. Um, and we talked, and. He gave me, asked me a lot of questions, and I answered them best as I can. And, but I saw him a couple times. And then we, but he, he's a nice guy. He treats me as a girl, woman. So, and I just want to check in because I, you know, this is only the second time I've seen you, but do you, do you want people to use feminine pronouns when they address you? Yeah. Okay. You know uh, yeah. It just I'm more of. Yeah. Just look at me. I'm more of a she than a he. <laughs> May I help you, ma'am? Oh, thank okay. you. Okay. <laughs> and stuff. And, and. But is it is it uncomfortable to correct people? No. It is. I don't correct them. You don't. Oh, you don't even. Um, I just don't tell them what I really am. Mom kind of does. <laughs> she corrects them. Yeah. To, uh, to your original gender. Yeah. But they just look at her and just walk off. Because you look like a woman. And yeah. She, she calls you up by a, a, like a masculine pronoun. Yeah. <laughs> so, when you look back on the last 50 years, do you have a happy memory that you uh, can think about that you could share? Happy memories when it's Christmas and birthdays. You like that because... Get presents. <laughs> you can't miss those. <laughs> Most of my happy memories growing up, up is going on the farm with my aunt. And she lives on an island. I used to go there every six, three months of the year. After I get out of school and stuff, I go down there, hang out with them. And you felt huh. happy there? Yeah. Did your aunt know that you wanted to be a female? Yes. Okay. Yeah, her husband did too. So you felt more accepted there? Yeah. You're, you've done the hormone therapy and now you're in the process of doing the transition surgery? Or yes, that's, 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 the, that's the part where we're working on right now. I guess there's one of the hospitals in, I think it's in Oregon, is doing transgender patients now again. And I just found out a few days ago. Oh, and. So, do you think when you've had the surgery that you will feel. I'll be happy. Happy. (laughs) Really happy. (laughs) This is what I hope so. Up here and cross, yeah, or you want to go under? Does it no? I think hill climbing, my hill climbing, that build up yet. Okay, but we're fine. It's it's really chilly today, though. Oh, I'm fine. You're good. I I got this damn coat on, I'm hot blooded anyway. Warm blooded, really, not hot blooded, but I am far. (laughs) I'm cold, but 
but I'm managing pretty good. And this is a personal question again. Is there, do you have um, moments in your life where you were really afraid or oh, scared? There was one. Do you want to, do you feel and, comfortable sharing it? Oh, it has to do with one of my uncles. You know, I'm, I'm just here to listen, so you can tell me whatever you want. Oh, I was molested when I was a child. By one of your... Uncles, mom's brother, the one that just passed. Really? Yeah. Does she know? Yep. They, they didn't do nothing about it. Yeah. I have to live with it. Well, I'm, we're going... I'm sorry. No, I was waiting for the light to change and all these... Yeah, I'll just go cross. We're going to no. cross. We'll oh, yeah. be okay. I don't want to... This is kind of a delicate <laughs> conversation. I don't want to be in the middle of the crosswalk. <laughs> Sorry. I don't make, I'm not trying to make light of it at all, but it's not the kind of thing you want to be stuck in the crosswalk. <laughs> middle of the conversation. Right in the middle of the crosswalk. I'm stopping. <laughs> We've had a serious conversation. So, how old were you when the molestation occurred? Um, I think it was eight, nine years old. Does it happen in your home or in his home? It happened in mom's house. And nobody else was around? No, they're all sleeping. And I woke up because I had to go to the bathroom and I ended up sitting in the black chair because the Grand Old Opry was on and he was there. Then he asked me to go lay with him and then expect everything else to happen after that. He asked you to lay down in the bed with him, like on the couch with him. Yeah. Like you thought you guys were just gonna cuddle and watch TV. Yeah. Well, that didn't happen. <laughs> I'm sorry, Joe. Yeah, I got some therapy for it. I got I got this illness called PTSD of all the trauma. And so, how long did the molestation continue for years? No, only happened a couple of times, and that was it. Did you tell your mom right after it happened? No, I didn't say nothing until I was in my 20s. Did he threaten you? Yeah. What did he say? Uh, he, he'll regret it if I say anything. <laughs> he, he, he had a drinking problem. He has a problem with his own life. I was not the only one. I found out my, he, got, he went after my cousin too. I'm sorry, Joe. I just I need a minute. I'm just kind of sick. Yeah, we'll stop. I know. I just. I guess I, I, I had to listen. That's where I'll go therapy for. <laughs> Get it all out into the open. And and it, yeah, it, it just. No little boy should go through that. What I've gone through. That's why I don't have any kids. Yeah, his little doggy. <laughs> so when you. Oh, okay, I'm just going to track back to eight or nine, and there were several incidences of the molestation. Well, it all happened at the same time. Okay. It's just, there was one little why it was so different when I was growing up, up and why I'm hiding away from people. Well, so every time, every time he molested you, nobody was around? Yeah, it, it, I think... It, I think it only happened a couple times, and after that, he didn't want nothing to do with us at all. And then your cousin? Yeah. Was it a male or female cousin? It was a male. He molested your other cousin, too? Yeah. I found out about that a few years ago. Also, that's why we get along. Well, the, most family didn't know about it till, till when my cousin came out. So then they found out about me and stuff so mom brings it up once in a while and I don't like to hear about it brings and up that you were molested or that you were yeah why did but, she bring it up I don't know she kind of rubbed it in my face after he passed away rubbed what like saying that you don't have to worry about him anymore he's he's gone he passed away and well, it's just like okay I'm just curious because once once you were in your 20s and you finally shared it, did you not want to go to the police and press charges? Well, I was told it was the statute of limitation ran out. I didn't, I didn't think I that, don't think it did. It just it did, don't want to sit in the courtroom listen to it all. That's what it was. Okay. Uh, so I just kind of 
because I was in counseling when it came out. You were in counseling when you were 20? Yeah, I was in counseling when I was 15. And, but it didn't come out until I was after, after, almost graduated after Grandma passed away. That's when everything came out. <laughs> Your grandma had a tragic death. Yeah. How, uh, you want to talk about that real quick? Oh, she got hit by a truck. A parked truck. I guess the guy came out, didn't set the, um, put in gear or something, and just rolled back and hit him. Um, she died in a few days later. Her. And you were how old and you were a teenager? Uh, I was 20. Yeah. It was, let me see, yeah, I was 20. Yeah, I was still in high school. That school. Right over there, there's your school. And <laughs> she was somebody you were really close to and that sort of triggered Well, we got along. And that triggered the... the yeah, things came out after that. They were asking questions because I guess every time they say something to me, I go end up calling her and then mom said, you can't, no, you can't run to grandma anymore. So every time you get in trouble or something happens and stuff. And hi, grandpa. <laughs> he supposed to have been told, but he never got told. So did your grandma know that her son had molested you? No. They knew there was something wrong while they were trying to keep us apart. Because every time I want to come by and stuff, he had to go somewhere else. Well, then they must have known. Well, I think they, I think she might have known. Um, but your mom didn't know about it when you were there. Yeah, when I got older. It hadn't even been brought up for years till the recent about my cousin and stuff. Then it all got brought up again. And But now nobody... I only talk it to talk about it through my therapy, and that's it. So, do you feel like that makes you distrustful of people? Yeah, I have a problem trusting people. Oh, well, I gotta be careful what I say. Why? Yeah. Why do you have to be careful? About because what I'm say? worried about it. it will go out to some other people. It gets get spread around. Like you don't want people to know that you were molested, or you don't want. Well, I don't. That's a hard subject, though. In my own family, I have a lot of family members who have been molested by yeah. other family members. It's nothing to be ashamed of. I know. I mean, you're a child, and someone took advantage of you and hurt you, and that's not, you don't, I mean, obviously it's something delicate. You don't want to just, hey, let's meet for coffee. Nice to meet you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah it's hard to talk about, but you shouldn't feel like you shouldn't talk about it because of what other people will say. Because yeah. you are eight years old. Yeah. You're a, you're a little guy. I, you know. You, <laughs> he was a grown military man. <laughs> you little toe-headed, you know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, you're just a, you know. No. Oh, um, so, can, if you're all right, can we move on from this one? Yeah, we'll, we're going to skip it. Just skip it. Because no, 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 I don't mean like skip it. It's not talk about it, but I wanted to ask you about some other things. Or do you oh, that's still, fine. Do you still want to talk about it? No, we could talk about something else. Okay, so... I'll say I just want to get it out of my head. <laughs> well, and I'm glad that you're in therapy, and I'm glad that your therapist is trying to help you. This way, this yeah, way. we'll go this way. And um, because it leaves a scar. Yeah, he, he, knows where, he knows where my mind runs off to. Well, he keeps me in line. I have this thing called... It, it, I jump time, timelines. And my mind can't stay where it wants to stay. Eh? Yeah. And so I'm all over the place when I'm with him. But sometimes lately he's been getting me right online. To and stay with one with Yeah, idea. same subject and stuff. He knows I bounce from one, one thing to another real fast. Gotcha. Uh, so you're in your 20s. And what did you decide you want to do with your life at that point? I want to be a female. That, and so this has just been so pervasive your whole life that it's hard for you to focus on anything else. Was there anything else you wanted to accomplish, or is that kind of where you go? Well, I wanted to be a singer, but that kind of didn't work out very well. <laughs> well, I didn't have a voice back then, so back then I was just kind of cr- crappy voice. Yes, then when I started taking hormones, my whole voice changed. Oh. And I got a voice that will blow everybody away when I go sing. 
What do you like to sing? Oh, any kind of music, country, classic rock, um, standards. Um, Who's your favorite artist? Um, or do you have one? Oh, Loretta Lynn. She's my icon. Loretta Lynn. Yeah, she's country. And then I got Boy George. Oh, I like him. <laughs> um, and then I got a bunch of new artists now I like listening to. And I listen to everything. Singing, singing their music is kind of different challenges, though. I can't get some of those high-pitched voice, the high-pitched stuff anymore. Do you feel really happy and free when you sing? Uh-huh. So it's like I'm, when I go out, I used to go out every day and sing. And I feel like I'm, I'm on a high. And then when I go home, I crash and burn. <laughs> you use a different part of your brain when you sing. Yeah, it's just like I just... You got everybody... Everybody's quiet when you're singing. The louder they talk, the louder I get. The louder they be quiet. <laughs> yeah, I had, I really enjoyed it. So, how long have you been on hormones? Oh God! Holy crap! How long I've been on hormones? Jeff passed away fifteen. Probably almost thirty years. Oh, that's a long time. Yeah, it's a long wait, long process. Well, it ain't really a long process. It's the funding. It's a long process. It's expensive to do that. Yeah. Um, but then I found some news about my insurance. So, oh God. I think maybe we should just. Oh, we can cross over that way. Okay. It doesn't look too muddy. All right. Yeah. And so now that you feel like you're on track with some insurance, you might be able to pay for the. Um, the surgery that you need. My other counselor, I have two counselors, my inner peer counselors doing all the research for me. And she got part of it already. And she's waiting to hear for some more more of it. I did some and oh god, it's very expensive for what I want, but And what is it you want? Like what is it the ultimate goal? Um have the va- vaginoplasty. Okay. And that's the the only thing I wanted. And so that's one a little spendy. It's very spendy. <laughs> it depends on what surgeon you want to go through. She has another client. She she has. And she he's going through the same thing I'm going through. But he has more support he has more support than I got. He has a wife. Oh. He's married and he's becoming a woman. And then she's accepting it and everything. So I. And you don't really, when you say you don't have support, you mean from your family or? Oh, I know my most of my family are passing away, so I just don't have much. Really, I just do it on my own. Um, I hang out with one of my brothers and his wife and their family. So. So they're acceptable. Can I ask you? Um, we talked a lot about your relationship with your mom. What was your relationship with your dad like? I know. Oh, kind of didn't have one. And I was his firstborn. And then every five years he'll show up. He wants to see us. We do hang out with him once in a while. Mom lets us. What was he like? Um, hard living. <laughs> hard living. What describe hard living? Well, he 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 he's most of the time he's here or he's in California or Colorado. So he's a whole long he's a long He's a truck driver, or and he, he's long haul, long haul trucking, so he's all over different states. Needs, but. But as a person, do you, do you remember much about him? Oh, I used to hang out with him. Um, we did some stuff together. Like what? Um, needle pointing and playing with nails and making the drawing, and then I take string on it and make the picture out of it. And he bought us bikes and. He got his clothes, clothes and stuff, but and that's, sometimes we stay overnight with him. Um, but things changed after we got older. He had another family. Oh, he was on his third wife. If and that's when we get this. That's when we hanged out with him more, because he was in here in Washington, and then they moved. Um, he passed away in 93. 
he had a um, 92 he had a mass stroke and a heart attack and a year later he passed away he died in his sleep was that hard for you yeah I wasn't here in Washington I was in Tennessee when that happened I was I was coming back I wasn't feeling very well I was hurting so bad like hurting like physically or emotionally or both both I was really in pain didn't know why till I found out my dad passed away why were you in Tennessee by the way I ran away Ah, ran away from your mom how old were you I was in my 20s I think I was um it was 93 you're 93 I think I was like 20 Oh, it was almost 23. What was in Tennessee? Oh, I just get away from everybody. Did you have friends there? I met some new people, met a new church, and and they helped me out. out and helped them out. And I was homeless. I lived on the streets. I had one really good friend who really protected me, though. Oh, he made sure I get fed every day. And so you took a bus back to Washington? No, I flew back. You flew back. I didn't want to fly back, but me and flying don't do very well. Gotcha. Oh, but, but that's the only one. I had a friend who came out there, and that was kind of a big mistake. Is that a relationship or a friendship? Well, it was kind of a friendship race relationship type thing. And it didn't last very long anyways. It was nothing but a arguing brawl oh I couldn't take it no more so now you're just sort of in a holding pattern until the surgery yeah I did I got some I go to this new group thing I go to every Tuesday and what's it like you hang out with a bunch of gym people with different um, mental illnesses and stuff we play games and we chat and stuff it's kind of fun and it's for people with PTSD or yeah, for any anybody anybody it's a free place and you feel like you're making some connections there? Yeah, I got one guy who likes me real well. He he brought me some stuff from uh, a few days ago. He showed up with a box of pop chocolate popcorn stuff for me. So that's nice. Uh, you like chocolate popcorn? Yeah, caramel, chocolate, whatever. It was a mixed thing and was nuts and stuff inside of it. But right, where, I don't know where we're at, Joe. You can turn around. Yeah, you're working the other way. Yeah, you work for we're about half the mile mark. So, you've made a new friend. Um, I've met a few friends, new ones. And does that make you feel better about yourself? Yeah, I get to talk to them and stuff, and they talk to me, and especially one of them. His name is Ted. I don't know his last name, but... We don't do last names here, so. No, I said I don't know. Okay. Really, I don't know what it is anyway, so... Okay. Yeah, but he, he's a big, tall guy, and he's from Finland. And he was born and raised in Finland, so he moved here to Washington and was his parents. So he's, he has a mental state, but he likes me around. So I, what I hear you saying is you're developing some friendships that make you feel better about yourself. Yeah. Do you go to any kind of group for people that are transitioning? Not yet. I, I found one, but the time limit is kind of hard. Hard because of I don't remember what day it's on. I think it's at no. I know it's at six to eight. But I, where I live at, I don't have a vehicle, so I don't get to go to that one. Been looking for one, but it's hard to find a vehicle price for a price tag. Because <laughs> you're trying to. Put, to, put aside money for your your, your, your transition. Uh, I think that got that's getting on hold right now again, because I have another ish, medical issue I have to deal with. Gotcha. Uh, and yeah, you have to be in really good health to have any kind of surgery. That's more. I got this thing called fatty liver disease. I just found out recently. Yeah, because I told the doctors I've been in pain since July, and she said I shouldn't be in any pain at all. Well, then they, we did an ultrasound and they found it. You are in the process of trying to transition to be a woman, but in that same process, <laughs> you're having to really change your whole way of eating, eating living. So the chocolate popcorn should be out, Joe. Oh, that's the <laughs> so I'm done with that now, so. 
I mean, I oh. love chocolate popcorn. Oh, I love chocolate. Really so <laughs> I only get it once in a while. I might splurge. <laughs> but sometimes I don't. I don't get it all the time. And I'm just not interested in it. And so. I, for me, if I eat. If I eat a handful of popcorn, I eat ten handfuls. It's really hard. God, I love popcorn, but I don't eat it all the time anymore like I used to. No, oh, it's not the... I love the air popping. Yeah. I don't like the microwave stuff. What would it be like to not live with your mom? Uh, it'd be stress less stressful. Is there a possibility that you could find another uh, a roommate or someone else? Oh, I don't want no more roommates. Okay. Hey, so I think I'm kind of done with those. Okay. So I used to have one, and he was kind of a... <laughs> yeah. What was the problem with him? I'm drinking. Okay, gotcha. And the arguing and stuff, and times he sleeps, and times he wakes up, and it's just like, uh, I just... So you, I would just like to live alone? Yeah. I don't mind having friends over, people over and stuff, uh, staying with me and stuff. I don't... Not anymore. <laughs> But not living with mom might be the, the biggest change that would Yeah, be we're trying to trying to hand her off to somebody else, but it's not working too well. Who are you trying to hand her off to? <laughs> Back to Amber. Oh, your sister. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I told her you can go live with Lloyd. <laughs> oh, that ain't going to go very well. Does, oh. does your mom not get along well with her children, or is it... She treats us a little differently. Uh, each of you, or to... Each of us. How does she treat you versus your other siblings? Amber, she she sees one see my sister a lot, every day. My brother, she's she thinks he's, well, I don't want to put him down, but I think he's high and mighty. He can do a lot more things than I can do. Oh. Which brother? Lloyd. Ben, I don't have to worry about him. I know where he's at. <laughs> I don't have any problems with him. He has a good life. He has good kids. He didn't do too much in school like we did. You're trying to figure out a way that you and mom don't have to live together anymore. Well, I... Would you both be a lot happier, you think? I probably would be. I guess I can lose some of this weight. Is it... it, it every, when she came back up there, it's just all thing came up. Everything I hear, what's for dinner? Why there's no food in the refrigerator? And I said, I don't want it. So you're and, trying to eat less. Yeah. And I was doing really well, too. And she didn't like it too well. Now I'm in the rut again. <laughs> but I don't know. She's getting older, and it's getting harder. She's got some health issues, too. Oh, yeah. I told her, told my sister, she's going to have to stop, think, stop driving. She shakes so much. It's really hard to tell an older person they can't drive anymore. They have a hard time with it. She doesn't like driving up in the hills. I was like, why did you move out there for? I don't do too much on the property anymore. I just kind of... I don't get the help. Yeah, it can be tough. Well, if I can get the help and help me clean it up really good, I can keep up with it. But then I get slacked off and then it goes back to where it was. Is that your grandparents' property? Yeah, mom, we all live on. So, Joe, if you had your ideal world for yourself, <laughs> I, mean, I think it's good to like envision yeah. what you want your life to be. If you had your ideal world, can you tell me what it would be like? Oh, ideal world. <laughs> be a little stressful. <laughs> Less stress. So, I don't know why I keep saying stressful for. Probably because you're under stress. Yeah. <laughs> so what would it what would it look like? Well, for me, yeah. Uh, one of these years, I'd like to get married. A wonderful husband, and then son or child if he has any. So you like to be married and, and, and get a blended well, family, right? Yeah. It's just I get along real well with blended families. And stuff. You'd like to get married. What else would be your ideal world? Mostly it's relaxing. Enjoy <laughs> going out camping and stuff. You like to be out in nature? Yeah. I walk out in the woods most of the time when I'm, when I'm walking. How do you feel when you're out in nature? Oh, by myself. Like I can relax and listen to my music and <laughs> I don't have to worry about anybody. 
what else in your ideal world? Oh God, everybody get along. <laughs> no more just fighting. Everybody get along. All I hear more is everybody's shooting someone or they're stabbing someone. Or oh, you mean in the world? World, so. world. I don't know what what world you want, but it's it's all it. world to me. I see. <laughs> yeah, it's for all of it. But you are, you have actually lived through a time in history where people have had to transition in terms of their idea about gender and yeah. about human beings, and so you're 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 on the sort of the the front lines of it for many years <laughs> because you know you thought you were gay then you realized that you really want to be a female and you've had to negotiate this with every single social situation in your life for the last you know i guess 40 years or so yeah and so what what has that been like for you? Do you feel like you're a warrior? Do you feel beaten down? Do you well, feel hopeful? How do you feel? It is, it's hard. I've been, it goes ups and downs. Then I get happy about it. Then, then something happens and I crash and feel sad. And then we'll work on it again for find something else. and. Just keep going. Has it been helpful to have a therapist? Yes. I have two of them. So both of them works real well. Are they for the same thing? Or one is for one thing, one is for No. Me? One's a peer counselor. She's, she's the one who does all the information for me and talks to my other one before I go see him. Talks to the big one. So oh, they, those two talk with each other. I had hard time talking to him for a while but now we're opened up and more because you were not trustful with him yeah i just had a so he didn't know how he would react with me but after he started opening up and we started opening up it's a non-stop thing he wants to see me every time he can so you you've built some sort of a respectful relationship and a dialogue he kissed me on my we talk about everything he asked me what my day was and and how is my depression going? And how is your depression going? It wanders off and on. Sometimes I can keep it in line. Sometimes it just don't just go away. Don't come back. Do you take something for it? No, they won't give me any medication for it no more. Because after what I did years ago, what did you do years ago? I tried to commit suicide. I took 180 pills. How old were you? I was. Oh, I don't know. I'm still, I think I was still in my 20s or I made it to my 30s. I, Dad died when I was in my 20s. Okay. My grandfather died in 2000. I think I was home and it was just one thing after another. And, and then Jeffrey passed. And then Jeffrey passed. And then, are you okay? Yeah, I'm fine. Okay. And, and that's the hard one. Did you have to go to the hospital, have your stomach pump, that whole big pump? No, they just, they, I threw it up. Before I went to the hospital, um, they gave me some of this black tar stuff to take. Who gave it to you? Um, the, the ambulance. Did your mom know who found you? Um, neighbor. Neighbor. She turned me in. And then stuff. It, it was a mess back then. You feel a lot better now? Oh, I still have ups and downs with it, but I can control it now. When I started my th new therapy and stuff, I want, this is what I wanted. And I wanted to get out. I don't want to be up in the house much anymore. You want to start? I want to meet people. Well, and do things. And I think that's so important, Jeff. Things, and it's so hard without a vehicle and stuff, and I have to listen to... I think it might be easier if you lived in town instead of out. Oh, I don't... Right? City, I lived in this city for over 18 years or so. Yeah, it got its ups and downs. Homes. I lived up north. I lived in Seattle for four years. Where'd you live? Um, Green Lake area. Mm -hmm. uh, with a big lake. Yeah. And you can walk the lake all the time. Much I can. Joe, can, can I ask you, can we finish talking in the car? Okay, I'm, I'm right now I'm really kind of sore. Oh, can we stop? <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay.
That's what I was going to ask because uh, I'm freezing. Uh, you're freezing. I'm kind of my. Let's stop. My liver is kind of flaming. Yeah, let's take a break here, and we'll sit in the car and talk. It's nice and okay. Warm. So I wanted to ask you. You said you were still in high school in your twenties. I was almost. Um, I graduated in June, and I was twenty before July before I hit my twenty-first birthday. So did it take you longer to graduate? Yeah. Were you out sick or did you miss a lot of school? No, I just failed. I have a learning disorder. What is it? it it's called SLD, Student Learning Disability. Is it, is it, it for reading? It's or? for reading and for it all, yeah. But I was really good at math, so I didn't have to worry about that. I passed math real good. It's just the reading part I had a hard time with. So they retained you until you met what they considered to be high school standards? Yeah, I had a hard time with some teachers. They think, oh, you can read. There's nothing wrong with you and stuff. And Are you, are you dyslexic or not? What was that? Do the, do the letters transpose themselves and move around a little bit? Yeah, my eyes water off. Oh, your eyes wander it, off. It's just we're trying to read those, these smart print words. And and I have to sometimes she wants us to read out loud. And I have the whole thing. Oh, no, thank you for that part. <laughs> and then I have our time. I can't read some of the big words. And... So that was the, the reading was, was the heart, challenge, the yeah. challenge. Did you enjoy high school at all, or was it sort of one of those things that you just well, suffered through? I took home back. It was fun while it lasted. Do you like to cook? Then? Not really. No. <laughs> well, you try to tell that the one I live with. And I know after Jeffrey passed away, I didn't want to cook anymore. Talk about, if you don't mind, if it's not too upsetting, because you've mentioned Jeffrey a lot, and he seems like he was really important to you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what, can you tell, how did you meet him? Uh, at a dance. Oh. Once we had this place called the Cows River Club in my hometown, and he lived in a different town. And a group of people came over to our dance, and that's how we met. <laughs> And it was kind of in the way how he in introduced himself. How did he introduce himself? Oh, I, st I still remember it. It, it just like he came up and got on one of his knees. He goes, hi, I'm Jeffrey, and I'm gay. And I go, hi, I'm Joe, and I'm not a woman. <laughs> and and it just, it just sparks went flying. <laughs> you, you meant you're not a woman. A woman all the way. All the way. Me, I'm still a guy going through a woman thing. And he, he was just... He lived in a different town. And he couldn't wait to see me every time I show up. <laughs> how um, how long... Oh, how, sorry. How long did you get... How long were you together? Ten years. Ten years. Did you live together? Yeah, we lived together for six. But three of it, he had a problem. And he moved out. But we still kept in touch for a while. What kind of problem did he have? Um, I found he had a history that it was um, uh, he got in trouble with a 17 year old. Okay. And then, But I read the court papers. It didn't exactly what the person said, what they said in the court papers, so it was a totally opposite thing. Nothing happened. He wouldn't Stop nagging them, pressuring them and stuff, and he just got in trouble for it. <laughs> and, and so, you and Jeffrey's relationship was the the longest and most successful relationship you had. Yes, yes. it was a long one. I thought we'd last for a long time. And you felt loved and accepted. He, we worked things out, and he wanted to come home, but I told him he couldn't come home. I had to put him in a different apartment. <laughs> Helped him with another apartment. And so everything was fine. Then he passed away. How old was he when he died? Um, 45. Was he older than you? Yeah, we're like nine years apart. Mm. Yeah, I was nine years younger than him. How did he die? Yeah, I found him. He gave, I got a phone call. And he was trying to talk to me, and I told him I'll be right over. And I found him on the floor. He had a full-blown stroke. That's pretty. Oh, and yeah. yeah, young for 
Yeah. Then he went to the hospital and they sent him to Vancouver Hospital. And I guess he was doing real well till they didn't know he had a a tumor under where his where the part they were working at and it erupted and he had to be brain dead. And that was when things really went south for you. It <laughs> oh yeah. I was not in my right mind. I lost him, I lost one of my best friends over it. <laughs> stuff so now I finally get to see finally talk to one of my best friends I've been wanting to talk to for years because I finally caught up with him Joe I'm sorry I'm, I'm so quiet I'm just that you've told me so um, many different things and I'm trying to <laughs> I'm trying to kind of process yeah, I, <laughs> your, your ti the timeline of your life and all the different pieces and parts and how they connected and um, I, I can see that you want your life to change and you want to become the person that will make you most happiest yeah and I, I see that that's an enormous amount of effort that you're trying to go to to, to create that reality well try to make people happy well as <laughs> I can <laughs> try to make yourself happy I no, think. that's what we're, doing, we're supposed to be doing now supposed to make me happy but it's just <laughs> oh this conversation was supposed to make you happy no not this conversation oh, uh, to make me happy it's just okay my doctors wants wants me to they're the my therapist and everything what do they what do they suggest for you be happy. Be happy. <laughs> I was. I am happy. I ran into one of my old friends, and he started talking to me again. And after I pushed him away, <laughs> and he we started brought up a, he brought up some old feelings, and and I'd seen him for four months again. And I ran into him recently, and. Everything's going fine. So developing new relationships. I think your therapist yeah. is right. The more you get out, the more people you meet, the more accepted you feel by other people. It's going to start raising your um, self-esteem and happiness. Yeah. I told him I, everyone was not why I was so in a happy mood. But the biggest is it just... Because I ran into somebody I've been wanting to see for a very long time. <laughs> Joe, I... I was just gonna say I'm I'm really thankful that you shared your story with me. Yes. I I didn't really know much about your life. Um, well, I just does. heard snippets Only about it. Certain people knows about it. Know a lot of people. But well. but I'm thankful and honored that you were able to tell me as much of it you could. I remember what, because a lot of times I don't remember yeah. a lot of it till later. It took me a while to process Joe's story. Some parts of it really bugged me nagged at my sense of justice, and I couldn't shake off what I'd heard. At times during our walk, I was flustered and angry at how Joe had been bullied and silenced. But about a week later, I had a small epiphany, despite how I felt about what had happened to Joe. Being able to tell her story, to have someone listen and accept the life she'd been working to stabilize was important. Because as human beings, we all need someone to acknowledge the life we've lived.